What's up, everybody? Welcome to the FSB Nutrition Podcast, where we are re-educating dieters one bowl of cereal at a time. Guys, today I want to talk about a topic that is probably going to be a pretty short one because this is um, pretty cut and dry and right to the point. But it is one that I think is um, kind of an important one to talk about because it's growing in the nutritional world. And I think it's one that also... Um, sparks a lot of confusion um, among a lot of people. So the topic I want to talk about is net carbs. And the reason I want to talk about this is because, like I said, it's something that is, I first heard about net carbs probably about five years ago. Um, And I think the first company that I'm aware of that really started to push it was Quest. Um... I'm going to be honest about Quest. I overall um, am not a huge fan of the products. I have had a few of their things like Quest chips that are actually pretty good, like a high protein replacement for like a Dorito. Um, And they're actually not bad. Now the bars, uh, which was their first product that they ever dropped, um, awful. I hate Quest bars. I have not ever really talked to anybody that has said, yeah, I love Quest bars. They are not very tasty. Again, this is just my opinion. Um, if you have had them, then you may or may not know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't had them, try one and see what you think. Uh, but actually, I'm going to use them as the example here because um, the way that those bars are made play very well into this net carb topic, right? Um, the bars are hard. It I remember eating them and thinking, why is my face sore? Like my jaw was tired and it hurt when I would finish eating one because I had to chew it so goddamn much just to get the fucking thing chewed up, um, which was not fun. Flavor was off. Um, Yeah, just honestly not good bars. And the macros on them. This And this is kind of where we're going into. The macros slash calories, not all that great either. Um, I think protein was set around like 20 grams maybe, and there are better bars out there. But here's how, like I said, Quest was like the first company that I came across that really started pushing this concept of net carbs, right? And so what does that mean? So we know what like net paycheck is, right? You get your check, you look at your pay stub and your gross was everything you made before all the taxes and all that shit was taken out, right? The net is what you take home. The concept here is the exact same thing. So um, without getting too, too deep into the specifics of carbohydrates in general, um, I'm going to try to keep it as, um, to the point as possible. But when you, so if if you were to kind of draw this on a board, right at the very top, you write carbohydrates and then you could sort of create like a a branch. Um, you know, like, like if you're going to draw like your family tree or whatever, you have, you know, lines coming off with the circles and then everyone connects to another. So imagine you have carbohydrates and then you have 
the branch points coming off of it. You would essentially have three branch points, okay? Because the three t key types of carbohydrates, or actually the only three, are sugars, starches, and fiber, okay? Now, I'm not going to get into like the metabolism and all that stuff of each different one and all that. Um, that's another topic for another day. But when, um, when you look at the carbs that are in certain foods, okay, you'll find a mix of those three different types of carbohydrates um, in various different things to a certain point. So like, let's go back to using the Quest bars as the example. In a Quest bar, when you look at carbohydrates, it's going to tell you total carbs, right? And let's just say, I don't have one in front of me and I haven't looked at one for a long time, but let's just say for the sake of even numbers that the total carbohydrate number is 20 grams, okay? When you have fiber in an item, fiber is indigestible by the body, right? There's different types of fibers. When you eat fiber, it's not digested by the body. You can't digest and metabolize and absorb fiber. So it moves through the GI tract and you poop it out. And a healthy balance of different types of fibers is what helps to create a healthy GI tract. One of the things, um, it helps create healthy bowel movements. Um, but we don't fully digest it, right? But fiber is still a carbohydrate. There's another type of carb that actually wasn't on that three branch list. It's, it's sort of a subcategory of sugar, right? Remember I said it was sugar, fibers, starches, sugar has a sort of a subcategory in it that we know as sugar alcohols. Okay. And you've probably heard of these. So when you buy like chewing gum, right, you'll see one of the key ingredients in say like a five gum or extra gum, whatever it is, you'll see xylitol. Xylitol is a sugar alcohol that it's essentially an artificial sweetener. So it sweetens the product without a caloric um, yield. So in other words, you just don't get calories from it. Um, and certain sugar alcohols have actually been shown to help prevent dental uh, cavities as well. So believe it or not, when you chew those gums, it actually helps to prevent dental caries. Okay. Um, anyway, that's a side point, but the, 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 the point I'm getting at is you have sugar alcohols that are sort of a subcategory of sugar, but it's still a carb. Okay. So quest bars. You've got 20 grams of total carbohydrates, right? I know from just thinking back that a Quest bar, I believe, has like 14 grams of fiber in it, okay? And this is another reason why Quest bars suck. On average, a common person who's a standard body weight, who eats anywhere between, you know, maybe 1,800 and 2,200 calories a day, whether it be a man or a woman, the average amount of fiber you should be consuming every day is somewhere in the neighborhood of between 20 and 30 grams. Okay. That's for the whole day. These bars contain 14 grams in the bar. So that's either half or more than half of what the amount of fiber you should be getting in a single bar. That's too much fiber in a single 
meal of any kind, let alone a bar. Um, I believe that's also why the texture is so bad. Um, when you eat them, they kind of give you this like brick feeling in your stomach. Um, at least for me, again, you know, this is, this was my experience with them. I encourage you to try them yourself if you never have. Um, but too much fiber in one single meal. Okay. Um, now that fiber, remember fiber isn't digested, right? So of the 20 total grams of carbs in that bar, 14 of them are now quote unquote, not digested by the body. Um, so think of that in terms like, you know, the gross and net thing you have a gross 20 grams of carbs, 14 of them essentially, you know, the marketing is essentially trying to tell you like that 14 just quote unquote didn't exist, right? Because you didn't digest it. Then they'll add another four grams of sugar alcohols to help flavor the bar, sweeten the bar, whatever. But those sugar alcohols are also not digestible in the, uh, in the GI tract by the body, right? We don't metabolize sugar alcohol either. Um, which is another reason why too much sugar alcohol in the diet actually causes a lot of people to have, um, diarrhea, other GI issues, a lot of bloating, a lot of gassiness going on when there's too much of that. So you have now 14 grams of fiber. You've got another four grams of sugar alcohol. So that's a total of 18 grams of carbs that are not digestible by the body. So of the, you know, the bar told you there's 20 total grams of carbohydrates right? 18 grams of that is no longer digestible. So they're telling you there's two grams of net carbs. And you'll see right on the front of the package, it's big, bold letters, two grams of net carbs. And the idea here is it's, it's sort of a play on, you know, the, the anti-carb, you know, sugar fearing, uh, population of people who think that because it's two grams of net carbs, this is somehow better for me, right? If you happen to be somebody that tries to follow a ketogenic diet, and let's suppose you're someone who actually does it right, um, which means you're probably one out of 100, but if you are, if that is you, you might think that, well, because this is two grams of net carbs, this is, a t- this is the type of food I could eat that would keep me from entering, or I'm sorry, to keep me from falling out of ketosis, right? And that is a big mistake um, if you don't, if you, if you haven't been doing it for a long time and you may be not um, completely familiar with the foods that will and won't work for you um, as far as a ketogenic diet goes, um, oftentimes those people will fall into that trap of like, oh, I'm eating all these, you know, zero to two grams net carbs foods, so I'm still in ketosis. But what they don't understand is that their body is actually creating a lot of its own carbohydrates and sugar and glucose in the blood because they're eating too many calories, which is throwing them out of ketosis anyway. But that is, again, that's specific to people who are trying to follow a ketogenic diet, um, which may be some of you that listen. And so if that is you, just be aware that this net carb thing could very well be something that's throwing you completely off of your goals and you're not even in the ketogenic state you want to be in, right? Now, let's suppose 
you're not that person. So I'm talking to everybody else now. You have no interest in a ketogenic diet, but you do want to lose weight, right? You have been trying to lose weight, you're struggling, and maybe you're somebody who thinks like, you know, you're still in that mindset of like, I got to avoid carbs, carbs are the devil, that's what's making me overweight, whatever. These products that push this net carb garbage, um, there's some problems there, okay? You see two grams net carbs, you might think like, oh, this is, this is what I got to have, right? It's the carbs that are, be, that are the problem. Well, first of all, we've discussed, if you have followed me or listened to me in any facet, you understand that carbs are not the problem, right? It's calories that are the problem anyway. And that is the issue with a lot of these foods that tout net carbs. So the first thing is that, remember I told you that the fiber, the sugar alcohols, you don't digest them, right? And so what that means is it may not have the impact on your blood sugar levels. In other words, you don't have a big spike in blood sugar when you eat it because you're not actually getting the sugar. But that doesn't mean you're not getting calories. The reason that fibers and sugar alcohols and things are actually really tricky um, to track is because while fiber isn't digestible, you can still get calories from fiber. And the amount of calories you get depends on the type of fiber you have. The same thing is true of sugar alcohols. Doesn't matter so much which ones you get, but all of them do have, even though very small, they do have a little bit of a caloric yield. It's not a true zero. Think of it like um, cooking spray, right? This, the, the zero calorie spray you put in your pan. Well, if you look at the label on that, it actually tells you that a serving of that is what they call a one-fourth of a second spray, right? Which would literally mean you just click the button and you're done, right? And then it's zero calories. But who the fuck does that? We know that when you go to cook something, that's not enough in the pan to actually accomplish what it is. You're, if you want something to not stick, you have to kind of lay it on, right? So you might hold that button down for like five seconds. Okay, well, you just had 20 times, right? If you, if you literally held it for five seconds or even three seconds, let's just say three seconds. You had 12 times, right? One-fourth times three. You just had 12 times what they say a serving is. So now, even though the calories still are low, right, it's still not true zero anymore. You might have went from zero to five calories, which is not a big deal. But the, but the point here is that just because something is zero calories on paper doesn't mean that the way you're consuming it means you're going to get zero calories. So like with sugar alcohols, for example they get to say, and by they, I mean like the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, they get to say it's zero calories. Um, but when you actually look at it under a microscope, um, and, and by that I mean not under a microscope, I don't know how they actually measure caloric yield of a certain food, but I'm saying if when you look into it like deeply, right, like you understand what I'm saying, when you do the, the tests on the on these things, you find out that the the calorie yield may actually be like a half calorie per gram, right? Again, not much 
but also not true zero. So the point is, is that if you eat a lot of these things, those little bits can start to add up. And so while you think like, oh, it's two grams of carbs, so I'm getting eight calories from this, that's not true. You're probably getting far more than that if you are someone who's eating a lot of these types of foods that, that um, promise this net carb thing, right? The other thing with that in terms of calories is that when a product claims net carbs, nine times out of 10, they've also added a shitload of fat to the product. And this is probably the most important part of this entire thing of everything I've said so far. This is probably the most important piece is that here it is. It's a net carb product. Great. That's cool. Oh, but we also added 150 calories extra from fat because now we want to flavor this thing up even more, right? Not to mention by doing that, they can market even harder to the keto population. So the point to this is that while you eat a product that says two grams, four grams of net carbs, the net carb thing is by no means what you should be looking at. As with anything else, you need to look at the calories in that product. A Quest Bar, I don't know the calorie count exactly. I'm going to say, I think it's probably in the neighborhood of 200 calories for the bar, right? So that net carb, that two gram net carb thing to you means fuck all because you're trying to lose weight. We have discussed this in many topics before. Weight loss is you burn more calories than you consume. And so if you start eating these things that have um, net carbs but high calories, all of a sudden your calories start to add up much quicker than you realize they are if you're not tracking. And then the next thing you know, you either aren't losing weight or you might even be gaining weight. And you're wondering why because you're, well, you're avoiding carbs, right? You're getting net. And this net carb thing too, like the reason that I, it it triggers me is because it's not just something you see in like supplements anymore. I went to Chipotle and when you walk up to the little counter and you look up at the, the, the board or whatever, now they have, I think it's like a, I don't know if it's a cauliflower rice or whatever it is, which fuck that by the way, eat rice. Um, the cauliflower thing just kills me. I hate it. Um, especially because like, I know that cauliflower substitutes are used to, to push like, you know, gluten-free options. Um, but there's no gluten in rice anyway. So it's just a completely stupid marketing tactic. Um, unfortunately it works because of what I'm talking about here, but literally on the board, it'll say like five grams net carbs as if they know what the fuck that means or that it matters in any way, shape, or form. Because what's happening, right? People are getting, okay, you go to Chipotle and somebody gets a bowl. Let's say they, let's say they do the burrito bowl and they get the stupid rice cauliflower thing. Oh, cool. I had five grams of net carbs. Okay, Susan, will you also put fucking four tablespoons of sour cream, two tablespoons of, um, of uh, guacamole, you, when they asked you if you wanted the queso, you said, sure. 
So now your bowl has five grams of net carbs, but it also has 850 fucking calories. And you think that you're doing something that's going to help you by eating that, right? And this is the problem. This is the issue with this topic, with this net carb nonsense. And I just want you to understand that it's something that was created to market to people who don't understand what this really means. That's all this ever was. That's all it still is. And it bothers me that it's still, it's not even just that it's still around. It's actually grown. It's grown a lot since it first hit the market. Uh, Like I said, I want to say it was five years ago, but it's sort of just taken off, which tells me that people are buying into it because they don't understand what it is, what it means, or the fact that it could potentially do more damage than good for them, right? So in summary, don't ever pay attention to the word net carbs again. And by the way, if you if you have a calorie tracking app and it offers for you to track that, for the love of God, do not enable that. I know that my fitness pal, if you pay for the premium premium version, that's a feature that you can enable and it'll pop up with a little box like a like, you know, like an ad pop-up and it'll say, do you want to, uh, you know, new feature, net carbs, do you want to enable this? Fuck no. Please, please, please do not enable that. If you do, it is going to throw off your results tremendously because you're going to eat and eat, you know, it's going to, just trust me, it's going to, it's going to mess up your results. It's going to give you more calories than you should be eating. It's going to tell you, oh, you can have 800 more calories today because you didn't have all these carbs. No. That is not how it works. If, if you take anything away from this, make it that you, from this day on, everything you look at, you pay no attention to anything involving net carbs. Pay attention to the total carbohydrate amount, whatever that is on the label, the total carbohydrate, and the calorie amount. In fact, flip that around. Calories first, right? Number First and foremost, number one, calories first, then total carbohydrates. Okay. And if you, if you do try to follow a ketogenic diet, you need to be watching total carbohydrates, not net carbs, total carbohydrates, because that is what is going to dictate whether or not you stay in a ketogenic state or not. In addition to the total amount of calories you're having total calories, total carbs, that's it. That's all that it's ever needed to be. And for 99.9% of you, you need to be watching just the calories. All right. Don't buy into these marketing gimmicks that are just trying to sell you a product because it looks cool because it says net carbs. Um, and quite frankly, they nine, usually they taste like shit anyway. Um, hence quest bars. And like I said, if you haven't had one, try one, you'll see what I mean. So that is my rant. I guess you'd call it cause this was kind of ranty. Um, but that is the lowdown on net carbs. So um, if you have any questions, if there was something that was confusing or you want me to go a little deeper on something, um, leave a review, leave a comment, let me know, reach out, however you want to do it, and I'll be happy to answer whatever you have. And please um, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Share with a friend if you like the information. Um and leave me suggestions for topics for what you guys want me to talk about 
incoming episodes. I'm sort of just coming up with things that um, I think about day to day or that I'm seeing in media or that just I walk into a Chipotle and I see it on a sign and it pisses me off and I decide I'm going to talk about that. And that's sort of how I'm doing it right now. But I would love suggestions on what you would like to hear more of. So again, if you like this episode, leave a review, subscribe, share with a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one. 